to the motherfucking paddock, the official podcast of the Georgia Tech Premier League. It's Natty, and I got David across from me here. How's it going, David? Pretty good. You know, I'm uh I'm in vacation mode right now. Just uh enjoying oh, on, the holidays, a little PTO. Enjoying these last two weeks, uh just some exhibition matches before we get into the the real meat of things. I don't know if I want to spoil this, but I have a, a meme prepared oh. for when you do crumble. It's your face on the picture of the New York Giants trip, the infamous players only trip to Miami for like a like a hot like thirty six hours oh for their playoff game. <laughs> I've got it ready to go. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. It's funny. Um, I feel like this season has been very much kind of like a uh, yin and yang with me and you. Like, we're both sitting here. It's week 13. None of these games really matter to either of us anymore. But one of us is flying high. One of us is uh, in the gutter. And with, I feel like the way that it's going, what will probably happen is you're going to lose out. I'm going to win out, but then you're going to win the Sackle Bowl and I'm going to lose the championship. That That's, that's like how... That's the ideal scenario. <laughs> that's how, des- how it would... That's the ideal. That's the win for me. If, if those <laughs> two conditions happen. But I think what this does, and, and this is going to sound disrespectful, but there is so much damn luck involved in fantasy football. Sometimes you get shoehorned into drafting a running back that's supposed to be an alpha and acts like a beta. There's sometimes that happens to people. And in those situations, what can you control? What can you control when you feel like an outcast? When you say, I want to draft Justin Jefferson, number one overall. And yet all my peers are calling me crazy, recommending help courses medication medication <laughs> i mean you guys are crazy i would have had an all-star team but it is what it is you think you really would have done a lot better if you had if i drafted a wide receiver number one overall that would have changed everything for me i would have drafted a quarterback in round two like um J- josh allen would have been perfect mm, no. yeah i would have and still, then i would have think you still would have gone I would have taken Josh Jacobs in the third round. Mm, And I would have had an all-star fucking look. Okay, okay, okay. I think you would have gone Jefferson. I think you would have stuck with James Conner. But then maybe you would have gone Jacobs, or you would have reached for Brees Hall. And Neil is one who likes to reach for those like rookie running backs and the little The 99% I could see that. I could see that. Dang. Fucking they, Josh Jacobs. Who has him, by the way? Who do you think? Is it you? No. Who? I don't know. Is it the, the the number one stack team in this league? Oh, but he doesn't always start him because he's an idiot. Yeah, he's confused. He's got too many, too many options. Speaking of all these guys, what do you have brewed for us today? Um so I want to talk about the playoffs and but before that uh I wanted to celebrate a special event this week. 
Anil, this is the week that we've been waiting for. People, people have waited all season for this player to step foot on an NFL field again. What are you talking? Hold on, what? Some, oh my god! Some would say some me? would say he'd never play again. Hotly discussed in our league chat. Are you really gonna start him against me? Potential league winner. But DJ Moore's on buy, so I can't even like. I He's can't put even the hours in the gym. He's put the hours into therapy, if you know what I mean. From down south, but ready to tear it up on the Great Lakes. The one and only. Standing at 6'1", 190 pounds. From Alabama, Jameson Williams. He's back, baby. You just learned about him yesterday. He's back. You don't know a thing about him. Did you see the clips of him? Um, I've seen the clips, David. <laughs> I probably sent you those clips. He was running routes before you're the uh, before the, their last game. Ass. God, you got me all riled up and shit again. <laughs> I can't believe you got a bench his ass. That's not right. Are you starting um, Deshaun this week? Of course I am. I I'm dropped sorry, Marriott. Sorry. He's <laughs> Deshaun's all I got now. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. He hasn't played in two years. Can you Dude, I'm that? starting I'm starting Amari Cooper this week. This is this is literally an exhibition game. I'm, I'm just trying random stuff. Ten of the accusers that settled that got their money are still showing up to the game. Yeah. I don't know. Well- I don't know if they have a suite. I don't know. What do they wear? Are they wearing jerseys? What are they? I don't, who are they rooting for? Are they rooting for the Texans? A robe. The oh, my God, if they wore a robe. A robe. But they're going to be there. Just, and I wonder if it's like a betting tactic. Like, I, you know, like sending the women to psychological thing. I mean, God knows what's going to happen. The game is in, in Houston? Yes. Oh, we got to ask our uh, special guest to report in for us. We should send Joe Rice to sit with the women. Dude, (laughs) somewhere out there, Joe Rice is listening to this right now, tearing his shirt and beating his chest in in disgust. (laughs) And he's with all these women. I'll protect you from Deshaun. (laughs) I can see his hulking out. They're like, who is this guy? I could see him furiously typing in the sleeper chat. You guys are gross. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't a joke, guys. All right. right, Let's talk playoffs, man. Let's talk playoffs. So, um... I have a tool that will allow us to do kind of a little playoff machine for the last two weeks. And I figure we could just run through these games real quick and kind of see where, where the, the paddock. I think the ones that are for sure this week, we think, I think Darren's is for sure beating Keller. I think we can lock that in. I think we can lock in. I'm going to beat you. Um, We have, JP versus Lil Joe. I think we have to lock in Lil Joe because he's the prince that was promised. Even though he's projected to lose? 
Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna pull it out. JP is a fraud. It's kind of a fraudulent. He is fraud. He is. Right, fraud. We're picking Lil Joe. Next is Big Joe and who is this? Larry. I'm riding. I'm riding the Larry train. All right, we're doing Larry here, and then we have Austin and Michael. Austin, it's my homes. All right, that's week thirteen. So if if that were the case, you end up with um Michael and Keller on the outside looking in. Okay, ideal for me. But I think I well they would be tied up, so this, it would all be determined by tiebreakers. Um. Okay. Next up, final week. Uh, I think. Little Joe is going to beat you, obviously. And then we have, I play JP. I think you're going to win. I'll take that. Um, Larry plays Keller. I th- That's tough. Go Keller, because Larry might probably be inconsistent if he won last the, okay. the week. Darren, Darren's going to be Austin. Yep. We're saying Darren basically wins out. Yep. And then you have Big Joe and Michael. Big Joe. So if if we if that's the run, then you end up with uh obviously we know the first three, me, Darren, and um, JP. Then you have Big Joe, Larry, and Little Joe making it through. So you'd wow. have Keller and Michael on the outside looking in. Michael would end up, I think we had him losing out. He would be six and eight. Keller would be tied seven seven, but would lose on tiebreakers. Um, so yeah, it's int- I was playing around with this earlier. Like Keller basically has to win. Um, he kind of has to win out in order to either win out or have like a really big game. Well, Kelsey has to regress. So I think it's gonna be hard for him to be staple without his best player. Yeah. And then I think Big Joe actually if if Big Joe loses out let's let's see. Big Joe loses here and loses He's not going to survive. He's not going to survive. Then he would be out. I mean, I guess if anybody loses out, they're kind of out cuz they're all kind of tied right now. Travis Etienne sprained his foot. Yeah, but he's got uh, he's got other weapons and really. stashed up. Justin you know Jefferson, these guys, they're gonna fall off a little bit. You know what's actually kind of the more we we have this like big three way or what one two three four way tie. They're basically like five guys competing for those those last mm-hmm. spots in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. what's actually might even be a more interesting. Um, battle is this battle for that first round bye between JP and Darren. I think that's a clear cut Darren. Because Darren 
Darren's got over a hundred more points than him. He just needs JP to lose one. And JP has to play me, and he has to play. Exactly. JP's he has to play little Joe. He's not holding on to that shit. Dang. He's done for. That's crazy. I think. I mean, that's kind of what I want, right? I want Darren to get that spot. I kind of. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I need Keller to get in, so I don't have to see those running backs that I traded them. By the way, you need to investigate to make sure that trade didn't go through when I was eliminated. Interesting. That was made after the game. After uh... it was made November twenty first. All right. Aren't y'all both on the rules committee? Can y'all not? <laughs> no, I didn't want to check. On the 21st? No, you weren't eliminated yet. Okay, okay. I mean, technically you weren't eliminated. I'm asking you. I'm abstaining. I don't want to muddy the water. Yeah. Again. Well, since we're talking about color so much, why don't we uh, bring him on in? Keller, welcome to the pod. Is it the real? Hey, how's it going, y'all? <sighs> 8K audio. <laughs> we got him in the flesh, guys. How's it going, man? It's good. It's good. I think I'm uh, really on the edge here looking in, I guess. But uh, I do appreciate Anil getting me some nice, fresh running backs to help my squad. I dumped him because I thought the other guys won the job. I don't understand what happened. And you know, I think I feel- for both of them, they, they haven't performed all year, but I think this is also the time when like past performance and points for and max points is kind of out the door. You got to start looking at like who, who puts it on the last few weeks here. Who, uh, you traded for who Kareem hunt and Drake London, Drake London, but Drake London's never going to get that many passes with Mariota. That's not what you said when I was trying to trade for him. Kareem Hunt has a lot of upside, though. Like I've I've been holding him, thinking that Nick Chubb gets injured the whole year, and that dude's been a tank. So the whole thing should be investigated. Although with Deshaun Watson coming in, I don't know. That could change uh, change it. I don't know. I don't know. I think Anil is just amassing keepers, and he's trying to downplay it. He's trying to downplay the tanking and say that he's focused on winning the Sacco Bowl, but really, like, like why else would you trade for Leonard Fournette? Because I think he's going to help me in that last game. How? How, Sway? He's going to run. What do you, run what? <laughs> he doesn't have a job. He lost his job. <laughs> he's still a big back. He still got paid. They got to get their money's worth. Somewhere. No, they don't. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Gibson. Gibson was doing so well. Emotional things on t- on Instagram stories is over. Would you trade to get him? Who? Fournette? I traded, uh, let's see. Oh, Tony. I, so it's fine. It's it a wash. I traded Tony for Fournette, and I traded Kyle Pitts for Gibson, and Kyle Pitts was just deemed out for the season. Yeah, that was, that was disgusting. That was a disgusting JP move. JP can safely drop him. Um, it hurts so bad to drop a good player, even if you know that they're out for the season. I, that's why Joe doesn't drop Cooper Cup. 
That's why uh, when I dropped Brees Hall, it was like that was my guy. Uh, he was your yeah. guard for like two weeks. Well, did you even did you even know that he was on your team? Yeah, I hyped him up for Keller. Everybody gave me shit for taking him so early. He ended up being a good back. Just because just because the Jets suck doesn't mean he was terrible. Um, Keller, I have a tough question for you. Why are you such a bad trade partner? Oof. I think I've only at, been a bad trade partner to you. And <laughs> this was a this this was like a particularly tough situation. Is that uh, mm-hmm. you know, do I do I want to try to make it to the playoffs more than I don't want you to win? Mm. So I'm sitting here thinking the team the t- the league will blame me if you win because of this trade, and that really uh, factored into me going back and forth and ultimately ultimately not doing this trade. Mm. Gotcha. Neil and I got a trade done in like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he was just throwing away players. <laughs> no, but I like to like quickly, like I like to day trade them, but y'all don't like to the frequency isn't there in this market. <laughs> I got six trades out to people right now. So uh when anyone listens to this, take me up on it. Yeah, you sent me one, but it's illegal to trade with me. Yeah, let me take that down. <laughs> I forgot you were so bad. Everybody seems like they're in it this year, but you. Adele, you should just accept the trade. <laughs> I should, right? I'm going to accept it. No, I need this guy. Um. All right, another question. Uh, Keller, we all remember your legendary season where you went 2-0 undefeated in the consolation ladder. Do you have similar plans for this season? 2-0 undefeated in the consolation ladder? Yeah, I think I always build my teams to do well in the playoffs, whether it's the Sacco Bowl or in the actual playoffs. <laughs> I just have to win one match, you know? That's it. Yeah. Dude, I'm one match away from the championship. I actually haven't ever lost the Sacco, so I feel good. All right, my number one goal for this seat for not the season for right now is to not have one of those champagne hubris, the humbling type moments on this podcast. You're predicted 132 points <laughs> in the semifinals. I saw that. All right, let me let me ask a question. What, right. what would be worse for you, David? Mm-hmm. You lose because your team does bad. Or you lose because of one bad manager decision where you had the points on the bench that could have easily won you the game. When I set my lineups, I have no regrets. And so it's not, I don't, I don't think I would regret playing a player and a bench player did better. All right. Can I Ask him you? about his quad. Ask him how his quad is feeling. Shut up. Can I read y'all a poem? I've been yeah. doing a lot of, uh, you know, inter-searching during this time of uh, this this break before the the playoffs. Keller, he's going to get rusty. That bye <laughs> week, the bye week. The bye blues. week. The bye week blues. All right. Here's, here's a poem. Something I've been reciting to myself. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Oh, Lord. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Oh, it is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. 
David, did you read that from my uh, my sophomore and junior year dorm wall? <laughs> That's from Coach Carter. It is. I had that poster printed up in North Africa. <laughs> End this lockout. Let the boys play. <laughs> um. Okay, another question for you, Keller. So you you clearly have this newfound energy. Is that going to make your fantasy team better? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I'll be honest, this this year has been crazy with work. Uh, and at some point I said, fuck it. And I've been focusing more on the league. But I think with a couple trades and maybe Gus Edwards, if we can get him rolling, maybe starting to talk shit will make it better. I don't know. Mm. That's not very uh, Keller-esque of you, though. Your MO over the past couple of years has been... He's going. He's doing uh, a rebrand. He's doing a. He's, he's doing a rebrand. <laughs> I, I have been thinking. So, like, usually I don't talk shit and uh, and I draft differently. But I might start switching it all up. I, I think that taking a QB last this year was not it's a good a move. No, yeah, it never. I think maybe being a little more aggressive. Maybe I'll do that. All the analysts, all the little fucking keyboard warriors, keep saying that shit. But what I've realized, tight end and QB, you need studs there. If you don't get those studs, it just seems like you're never going to be at the top. So I agree, but in the past, I always thought the two times I've won, it's like you go deep with wide receivers and running backs, and ultimately someone's going to have two good QBs on their team, and you trade for one of them. So like both years I won, you traded for for Aaron Rodgers – and then traded for Kyler Murray. So you have to win with a good quarterback, but I don't think you have to draft one. And I think that held up true for a long time because they had feature running backs and feature receivers. Now the the WR2 guys, they keep getting like 12, 15 points and shit, you know? I agree. I agree. These like split back situations makes it sucks. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like this year has been an has been an anomaly because if you think about it you have like Brady has been like off and on this year Aaron Rodgers has been off and on Russell Wilson's not that good like there are a lot of quarterbacks that typically you could rely on and like draft them mid-tier late tier and they would be solid or even great quarterbacks and they're not playing out Kyler Murray was supposed to be good he's not good you think we're too much of boomers to just realize when people are getting old? Like you think a 15-year-old playing fantasy football would have drafted Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady over maybe, I don't know. No, the, uh, if, if we were sophomores in college, yeah, would I you would have been folks? drafting Mahomes in like the first or second round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I want the star guys so I can, like, watch them play, you know? Yeah. I don't know. There's going to be an overreaction next season. And, like, Anil's going to draft Josh Allen and then Travis Kelsey at, like, the sixth and, And then Kelsey sprains his knee. Yeah, he's going to have, like, no running backs, no wide receivers. He's going to be like, what the hell, guys? Like, I thought this strategy was going to work. I know exactly who's going to pop next year now, though. <laughs> After watching this year, it's you can tell. 
Who? Pollard? Pollard's got to win the job next year, right? If he didn't win the job next year, then what the fuck is he doing? I mean, what are they going to do? Wave Zeke? Doesn't he still have a bunch of money on his contract left? No, I think this is the last year of the deal. For Zeke? Yeah. I thought that was for Pollard. I thought Pollard's a free agent. I think both are. Oh. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Would you rather have Kenneth Walker or Christian Watson? Kenneth Walker. Walker. No, the groin, though. But the other guy has also issues, too. So I guess Kenneth Walker. Would you rather have Kenneth Walker or Jamar Chase? Jamar Chase. Keeper status involved? No. Guys, 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 guys. You have to understand something. This is, I see, I see things that you guys can't see because Justin Jefferson, I had already predicted, was going to be the best, one of the best players in fantasy football this year. Um, And now I'm going to go ahead and tell you that what you've seen from him is incredible. But if he's here, Jamar Chase's ceiling is off the fucking screen. It's already been noted that Jamar Chase is a better wide receiver than Justin Jefferson. And so next year, you're going to see him win the Offensive Player of the Year, potentially the MVP. And, uh, you know, I'll be justified with my fifth-round pick as the league winner. Or you think he just has a better quarterback, too. Kirk Cousins isn't that bad. (laughs) All I'm telling you is that Jamar Chase is going to tear up 2023, and I'm eager to get that season underway. God, I wish it was already like next fucking September. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to come to the live draft with a um, Bengals jersey on? (laughs) I might come with Jamar myself. (laughs) Yeah. Walk up to the po- walk up to I the podium. Have a- I might have to tell him I'm like one of those like you know the no this sounds terrible but I guess I can say it you know like one of those like adult like medical stories and they like look older than they actually are type shit. I'm one of those kids, and <laughs> I tell him that my fantasy league has been bullying me because of my disability. And my inability to win in fantasy. And so he's going to come with me to do the draft. I, I think I can pitch You want to fake and make a wish. Yes. <laughs> and get Jamar Chase. Well, you're going to walk him and be like, Neil, why is your head shaved? Why are you bald? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we got um, more of a chance to get Kyle Pitts in a wheelchair than that. <laughs> <laughs> did you see, but did you see the diet? Y'all saw that picture I sent you, right? Day one of recovery, let the man eat. But it was a double stack fries with the cheese sauce on it and a milkshake. I think I don't, I could see him turning into a gamer, eating a whole bunch. He's gonna be, he's gonna be sloppy next summer. He's gonna be sloppy, dude. I don't know. Didn't uh, Ocho Cinco used to just eat McDonald's cheeseburgers all the time? He was fine. He did because, but he said that because. He would kick ass on the field or in the gym, so it didn't matter. But All Kyle right. Pitts isn't going to do any of that. <laughs> He's going to get on his little Twitch 
He's gonna look just like how David is right now. <laughs> what? With just, a what? With just like a keyboard in front of his face. Uh, That's all he's gonna do. He's a waste. We should trade him, dude. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god. We definitely need some like guest announcers at the live draft. You know how like the NFL does that? Where they're like and yeah. now coming back from 1975, running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, somebody you've never heard of. We need if some people of, like that. If I hit the Powerball, I would have let us use that. Um, what's that website where you can get like 60 second messages by paying people? Cameo. Yeah, cameo. Yeah. You could just cameo a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Honestly, be... I think you can get some like C list players to probably cameo in. Maybe we can get like Sinjin Days or someone. <laughs> we can we could definitely find some some uh maybe Jeff Sims or somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Sims is not is the quarterback we just had, right? He just announced he's, his transfer. Yeah, maybe he'll do us a solid on the where do you think out. he's gonna go? Who cares? Who knows? Auburn? You think it's Auburn? I don't know. Is he that good? He's a five-star prospect. Hmm. Watch him go ball out. I know. That's my fear. <laughs> yeah. That's my biggest fear. What is Georgia Tech going to do? Can we talk about that for just two minutes? I kind of like the Brent <clears throat> Key hire. I kind of like the Brent Key hire. The players definitely responded to him. The question mark is, can he recruit? And I'll stop there. That's, I mean, that's where I'm at. The players are always going to like the guy that's already been there. But do you like it? I don't know. I haven't even watched any Georgia Tech football this year. You didn't even watch the UGA game? No. You, I looked at you in the rec club. Yes. And you don't watch the games? No, dude. They've been trash for like four years. I don't watch all the games, but I watch the UGA. That's the barometer. Every year you watch the UGA game, you could tell where the roster is. <laughs> <laughs> but how much we get blown out? Yes. And we improved. We really improved. This I went to probably three or four tailgates this year, but I don't, I don't like. know if I watched five, four, or th- three or four plays of football. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I, I keep. I get the notifications. Yeah, I don't. We were there like in the glory days. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize how good. I we know, had. right? I didn't. Re- but did something change in the conference, or is it just our team? I think everybody's leaving the ACC. That's good. So it can't be the ACC. <laughs> <laughs> so our team really got guttered that quick. That's crazy, man. That triple option actually. It, I, I undervalued it. And the sick part, that's what's being used in the NFL all day right now. All those run-heavy teams, mm-hmm. they're all using all those options. Yeah. Um, you know, I the Ravens like... brought him in as a consultant for Lamar. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know Who if did that they bring him? They brought CPJ in to be a consultant on the offensive side. Um, I feel like... Maybe this is wrong, but I feel like CPJ came in or like he hit his prime like right before all of the like super stats and like analytics on the game like really became a big thing. 
where it's like literally coaches were just like they have their play style, they're gonna run that play style or whatever. And so defenses would come up against it and like have no idea what to do, like weren't prepared for it. But then if you remember those like later years, it was like everybody was like dialed in on how to stop it. Like they had watched all the footage. And so he had to like do all these weird like it's triple option, but then we're gonna run the pistol sometimes and like we're doing all these other weird things and that shit didn't work. But and that's, that's what Arthur Smith is finding out on the Falcons. He's doing the same. It's the same playbook. <laughs> it's the fucking Georgia Tech playbook. This shit works sometimes. It worked for some game. Only four wins. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I'd rather have a better draft pick. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. CPJ didn't like the part about adding window dressing. The the attention to detail. The preparation changes, you know, obviously got people dialed in. But like I said, it's made its way into the NFL. So clearly for the pros, it, it can work. So I don't know. Yeah. I definitely hated on him, though. I hated on him so much. And I thought Jeff was the guy. I can't believe he fucking screwed that shit. Yeah, we thought that getting a bowl game every year was boring was boring <laughs> look at this now <laughs> but like i said if you're not going for the trophy does it matter i mean sometimes i guess it does yeah <laughs> i don't even watch the games anymore <laughs> oh god but they got these cool 404 hats and shit i spent three years of my life traveling around the country for this team i don't even watch it anymore <laughs> You drove to El Paso. Drove to fucking El Paso. There's nothing there, dude. It's just cowboy hats and shit. Oh my god. All right, y'all. I think this has been enough. All right. Let's run the outro music.